0: Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got an action pack filled episode for you, so we got an action pack week of episodes for you today with the expansion draft happening on Wednesday. Protected lists came out over the weekend. Um, some big names left exposed by the Blues and by other teams. So we're going to be getting into all of that, talking about what we think the Kraken strategy is going to be. And then later on in the week, we got the NHL entry draft on Friday. So we're going to be very busy with all all that coverage for you this week. Um, it's going to be fun, though. Lots to talk about, lots to get into. But before we get into that, you guys need more hockey news Who doesn't? And Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. All right, Tommy. I know we got uh, lots to talk about with the expansion draft um, in the protected list. But before we we get into all that stuff, I do think it's important to to take a few minutes to talk about um, the news that broke this morning. Uh, regarding Nashville Predators prospect Luke Prokop, I believe, I hope I'm saying his name right, publicly came out as gay on his Instagram and his Twitter, being the first contracted NHL player to publicly come out, which I think is just important that we acknowledge that and acknowledge uh, its importance for growing the game and just say that we we here at Lockdown Blues are very supportive of, of his uh, decision to come out and couldn't be happier that he's put himself out there like that in, in a league that has historically not been the best place for for diversity like that but lately they've been improving on that and this is a really good step in that direction
0: we were talking about before this podcast like hockey is for everyone and this is just another step in that direction and uh, getting this league towards a place of uh, inclusiveness that i know that everybody wants it to be a part of props for luke for being as brave as he is i know a lot of people don't want to come out especially like you said in a league that uh, has had problems with this in the past uh, from players saying slurs and all of these things for him to take this massive step forward for the lgbtq plus community i think says a lot about how he feels this can impact the league but also says a lot about the type of person that luke is so like you said he's got a fan in me from now on, I'm going to be rooting for him the entire way. He's got a fan in all of us here at Locked on Blues, so I couldn't be happier for the guy.
1: You hit the nail on the head there perfectly. Um, I hope that this is a the first of many dominoes to fall of players being more comfortable and sharing who they are, whether it's sexuality or anything like that. Just inclusivity is so important, um, and like you said, this is a step in the right direction, and hopefully more players follow in his footsteps and are, are our, uh, encouraged and motivated by his uh, decision, if there's anyone out, you know, any players out there that are um, even not in professional leagues, um, any players out there that are, you know, feeling a little, a little nervous or, or um, not shy, but are, are feeling a little, a little reserved in, in coming out and you know, embracing who they are. Hopefully that this is, this is some encouragement for them
0: and he can be an inspiration for all hockey players all around the world. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to is like the next generation of hockey players, right? Because like like I said earlier, like if you see in the tabloids like so-and-so has been suspended for using a homophobic slur and like time and time again, it feels like that's been one of the things that's popped up with this league at times. Like if you're someone who is homosexual or being within that LGBTQ plus community and you're sitting at home and you want to play hockey, but then you see that, it's like, well, maybe this isn't the sport for me. So I think, like you said, Luke, taking this step forward for that community is is good for the next generation of players and to see him and kind of look up to him and root for him on his on his journey through the NHL.
1: Moving on from that, getting into the news of the weekend, the expansion protected lists were made public. A lot of names on the lists, but a lot of names left off of the lists. And starting with the, the hometown beloved St. Louis Blues leaving Vladimir Tarasenko unprotected Sort of a a blessing in disguise, potentially, as it could lead the Blues to keep Vince done, but still would be a, a painful way to end what's been a painful few weeks of of Tarasenko rumors and this breakup has lasted too long. So, do you do you think Seattle takes him, Tommy, or are you think that they're going to be a little hesitant with his contract and his injury
0: history? That's a good question. Honestly, I think uh, considering the names that are on the exposed list that could potentially be taken. Uh, by the Kraken including Carey Price who I, d- I don't think anyone saw that coming but the Montreal Canadiens thought it was crucial for their team's success to protect our old friend Jake Allen in the expansion draft and assume that the Kraken won't take on the gaudy contract of Carey Price so uh, maybe they're calling their bluff there if I'm the Kraken I might I would be kicking the tires on Carey Price for sure and throwing that name around uh, because he is one of the best goalies in the league and at the end of the day I think that's got to be your cornerstone that you build around but Uh, Do they take Vladdy? I'm not sure. I I think I've said on this pod before that I was confident that they wouldn't because his contract is so big and because he has the injury history. But with the other names that are made available now and kind of like the reports that I'm hearing about the crack and it does sound like Vladimir Tarasenko is a name that's interesting them. But like you said, it's kind of a two-headed dragon for the Blues because either way, if they don't take him, they can still move him and trade him and try to work some kind of return for the guy, Uh, but if Seattle does take him, you've got all of the $7.5 million off the books. There is no salary retention there, and that's one thing I think that Doug Armstrong really wanted to make sure happened was not keeping any of this contract on the books, and you're also keeping a guy like Vince Dunn, who we've said on this podcast before, I think he matched his point total this season from last season in half the games, in half half as many games, so I know that a lot of people We're frustrated with him defensively um, and the way that he plays the defensive zone. I get it. He's a little bit undersized. I get it. But his skating ability, uh, his stretch passes, what he brings offensively to this team, I think could be a key part in this team's success. Uh, And he's been here a while. And I think that's another thing that we talk about with this team is that's a lot of turnover that's happened from 2019 until now. And him being one of the guys that was there for the Stanley Cup run has this grown rapport with a lot of the guys on the team i think i think it's important to keep guys like that in your room i think this team will be better with vince dunn in its lineup next season than without him so for that reason i would love to keep him And i'd love to see the kraken uh take a player that is going to be gone next season regardless of whether they take him or not see entire Sankope exposed was painful and it was like dang they're really gonna lose him for nothing but then you think of
1: well they're not gonna have to retain salary and they might be able to keep vince dunn now and it's starting to look even better Um, And better the more I think about it. But one thing is for certain, the Seattle Kraken are going to have a lot of choices. uh, But there's nothing wrong with that. Kind of similar to to me when I'm trying to pick out a Bilt Bar flavor. So many choices. Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors. There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorite flavors. If you don't know the flavors, well, you're missing out. You got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry. Mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. The best part is not only are built bars really good, delicious tasting, they're healthy too. Uh, so the macros on those, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams. Of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie flavor or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And when we return, we'll be getting into some of the other big names left unprotected, left exposed, such as Carrie Price. Uh, So don't go anywhere. All right, Tommy, if you are in the the draft room, the expansion draft room for the Seattle Kraken, and you see a name like Carey Price, but you also see the rumors that he might miss extended time next season due to an injury, and you also see that whopping $10.5 million cap hit, are you taking him?
0: I think I would have to, and I think for me – There's a lot that's kind of up in the air about the injury and that potential surgery that Carey Price might have to go through. But for me, the timing of that report seems a little suspicious, in my opinion. I don't think Montreal was planning on Carey Price actually being like a viable option in the crack and actually thinking about taking on his contract. So when the reports came out that they were. Uh, actually kicking around the idea I think they had to do some crowd control to make sure they didn't lose a guy that was so crucial to their season this season and so crucial to their Stanley Cup run and so I don't know if they put that out there or maybe like exaggerated a little bit or just what the whole situation was with it was but it also sounds like uh, there could be potential that Carey Price misses part of next season so I don't really know what the whole situation is going on with that on whether or not he is hurt or whether or not he will need surgery all I'm saying is the timing of that report was suspicious so I think in the long run even if he doesn't play for your team next season and it does sound like they're uh, pretty locked up with Drager from Florida, who you said also might be a viable option as a starter. Uh, so if your first mm. season, your starter is Drager, and then you come back to the wagon and you've got Carey Price waiting in the wings next season, fully healthy. Uh, I think that's still a win for this team. And no one, and like no one's really expecting you to come out of the gates like the Vegas Golden Knights anyways, right? Like Expectations for this team are not to be in the Stanley Cup. If they get there, like that would be great. And like, Great for Seattle and like this team's stock would rise through the roof, but the expectation is not there, especially from your own fan base the season after an expansion draft. So I think you can kind of hedge those bets and take the risk on Carey Price. But like I said before this pod, Josh and I were talking a little bit. I'm like Carey Price is one of the best goalies of this new generation of goalies. And so to have him available in an expansion draft and essentially like acquire him for free, obviously he costs a lot of money, but you're not giving up any assets. It's not a trade. All you have to do is select him and say, we want this guy and bada bing, bada boom, he's on your team. I think if you're the Kraken, it would be unwise to not at least throw around that idea. And if I'm the Kraken, we've said it time and time before, one of the most important things you can have to make it deep in the playoffs is a goalie. That's why the Blues gave Jordan Bennington a chance, and that's why they went with him instead of Jake Allen because Jake Allen couldn't really get over that hump. If you're the Kraken and you can get a player that, that that just showed to us that he's capable of taking a team deep in the playoffs in your first season, I think if I'm in Ron Francis's shoes, I'm pulling the trigger. Can you imagine if Montreal gets, gets dragged to the Stanley Cup Final by
1: Carey Price and then loses him to an expansion team three weeks later? No offense to Jake Allen, but poor Montreal fans if they were to, if they would have to go from from Carey Price to Jake Allen as their starter, it just seems like it would be such a backfire on Montreal's part if if Price gets selected. Although maybe they're maybe they're they're a little concerned with the injury as well, and that's why they left him exposed. I don't know.
0: Although to be fair, to Montreal's credit as well, I don't really know what their farm system looks like in terms of like goalie prospects and all of that, but. If you, like, let's say you do lose Carey Price and you, like, get someone in free agency or, like, uh, whatever it might be, Jake Allen is, I don't think Jake Allen is a good enough starter to, to take you deep in the, like, Stanley Cup and all of those things. As as we said uh, when he was with the Blues and why he got traded and all of those things, that being said, 100% without a doubt, Jake Allen is the best backup goalie in the league, in my opinion. So, What you're not getting in a starter, you are getting in a backup, I think, with Jake Allen. So let's say you throw in a guy that's not nearly as good as Carey Price, but an above average goalie. I think uh, not one of those goalies would be able to take you deep in the playoffs and on a Stanley Cup run or whatever it might be, but I think that tandem could absolutely do it. So I don't I don't know if they'd still be in a difficult spot without Carey Price, but I, I would assume that they would rather be with Carey Price 100%.
1: If you take the contract away, you take the injury away, Carey Price is a no-brainer. But the fact of the matter is, Seattle has uh, expressed that their number one priority is financial flexibility, and taking a, a goalie, at ten and a half million dollars, who might not even play right away, is sort of the exact opposite of financial flexibility. A bit of
0: a contradiction, yeah.
1: Right, but when that contradiction is carry Price, it might be worth it. It's it's going to be a exciting expansion draft. I'm not sure. So from
0: what I've seen, it's not going to be public like the the first one was. Uh, unless I'm unless I'm wrong. That was on ESPN. No. I'm pretty sure they're airing it on uh, ESPN and like the players like when they're selected or some of the players it, that are going to be selected with the Kraken are going to like be there and then like put the jerseys on and stuff. And so they'll
1: have the home in a ways. So yeah, releasing the list was sort of like an internal thing, yeah. not like the actual public announcement. Okay, that would make more sense. Um, either way, I'm looking forward to it. And then we got the NHL entry draft two days later on Friday. So it's going to be a busy week and honestly, lots of, lots of potential for some good old sports betting. So if you want to join that club, you got to check out betonline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at betonline. Get all the latest news, odds and info for all your sporting needs including MLB, NBA, NHL and all your UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as well, teams not teams aren't prepping their runs to the playoffs anymore, but as teams prep for the draft. Uh, and MLB teams, I guess, probably for their runs to the playoffs. So definitely check that out. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget to use that promo code LOCKED ON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. And when we return, we'll be wrapping up this discussion on the expansion draft, giving our final thoughts or at least today's episode on what we think Seattle's plan should be. So don't go anywhere. All right, Tommy. So obviously lots of different names available for the Seattle Kraken to pick. And without getting into specifics, because maybe we could do that tomorrow, make a little mock draft or something. But if you're the Seattle Kraken, what is your game plan? What kind of team are you trying to build? You go with veteran leadership with a lot of the older names that they have on there? Are you trying to take some youth, speed, physicality? What, what, what do you think is the recipe for success when you're literally starting from scratch
0: building a hockey team? That's a good question. I think for any team that's really starting up right now, you have to, I would say like cater your entire team towards speed, but you can't really be a team that's successful in this league as it's built up right now with all these guys coming in that can skate circles around, uh, it feels like kind of the older veterans. I I feel like you can't have a team that can compete at a high level without guys that are good skaters, fast skaters. Uh, highly skilled guys so I think there needs to be a balance of that but I think also a good way to combat that speed and skill that we saw that we've seen with the Blues and essentially why they won the Stanley Cup was a physicality so I think if I'm the Kraken I'm gonna focus on speed and skill players in my top two lines and then uh, physical maybe hitting guys on my on my bottom two uh, but I think when you talk about cap flexibility and the importance that that plays in this role, I think one of the reasons that Vegas was so successful right out of the gate is obviously like all those trades and stuff that GMs were throwing their way in like draft picks just to make sure that uh, their favorite players weren't taken. I didn't think that was going to happen this go around with the expansion draft because I figured NHL GMs would have learned their lesson. Lo and behold, as soon as the protected list come out, Apparently, the Kraken's phone has been ringing off the hook and hasn't stopped ringing since then, so maybe they haven't learned their lesson. Um, but I guess I, not. But I think the one thing that kind of took Vegas above and beyond what the expansion draft could offer them is kind of flipping some of those picks that they did get. Not an expansion draft player, but a player that they acquired outside of the expansion draft in Mark Stone and Max already. I feel like those two guys are almost the driving force of... The Vegas Golden Knights success. And so for the crack and talking about that cap flexibility, I do think it's important to draft good players, solid players, and keep that salary cap in mind during this expansion draft. But if they do leave enough flexibility for their cap and kind of keep an eye on them in the next couple of off seasons uh, to see what kind of players they do bring in as their first franchise captain, first leading scorer, wherever it might be. I think that is where this team is going to make waves and potentially make themselves into a playoff contender.
1: I think it's going to be a, a fun expansion draft. I think there's going to be some surprises. Um, certainly some a lot of internal debate uh, in, in the Seattle front office. I know that the ownership is all aboard the Carey Price train. They would love to have him as... You know the face of the franchise for marketability reasons, but the the hockey ops isn't isn't too too solid on him due to the injuries and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to sort of see the direction they decide to go. And I think it'll be the, pretty from early on we'll be able to get an indication of okay these guys are actually going to be contenders or, or maybe they start they start swindling some trades. So it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to be holding my breath until the Blues pick gets announced. Uh, even even moving forward from that though. There's still a lot that needs to happen with both the Blues and the Kraken. So it's going to be a fun week, and we're going to have it all covered for you here on Locked On Blues. But I think that's all we got. Tommy, you got anything else to add before we wrap this one up? I
0: want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening to. You can follow me on Twitter at twelcher15 and spotify greenroom at twelcher15 you can follow josh on twitter and spotify greenroom at josh hyman nhl make sure you follow the podcast on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok at locked on blues but like josh said i think that's all the time we have for today so thank you guys so much for listening and as always let's go blues